Welcome to Things That Will Help with Buffy Barfoot. This podcast explores what it's like to be human and how to find tools to feel clear, grounded, and happier. The weekly theme will be simple as well as rich and something you can apply to your real life. The human stories ahead do not negate the hard or the dark, but rather point to the lighthouses along the way. This is Buffy. We get so micro-focused on our personal story, and it's like two inches away from our face. But, um, but it's like you have this really big oil painting that covers a whole wall with lots of figures and scenes and different things happening. And it's, it's kind of like you were taking a magnifying glass and picking out one square inch and basing your whole reactionary life on that one square instead of being able to sometimes pan out and see the whole painting. I have this beautiful friend, Tara, who came to visit me and I hadn't seen her in so long and we were in person the other evening and um, we we had such a, a good evening of beautiful conversation and we went down so many different ra- rabbit holes with each other and um, a conversation that we had that evening sparked this particular podcast episode. We were We were talking about a trip that she had recently taken and how Prior to going, it had been scheduled and then rescheduled because of all of these world events and how when it was finally happening, there were things, there were some things in the lives of the people that were going on the trip with her that had changed and shifted the plans and all of this um, happened last minute. And my friend Tara One of her many superpowers is the ability to hold one of her hands underneath the whole world as a whole and trust in that story of the big oil painting. And then simultaneously, she holds the other hand around the delicate details of the exact present tense, the disappointment of rescheduling, the confusion of why things turned out a certain way that she didn't plan for. But almost always, I watch her within seconds come back to the bigger idea and her ability to pan out even in the, in the middle of something really frustrating and say, I can't see it yet, but something here is coming loose because it needs to. And it's not passivity or spiritual bypassing, but instead, instead it's like one hand on the big and one hand on the little. And she trusts even when she cannot see the why or the how. And it's so beautiful to be reminded of in her presence and to watch. When something feels unfair, we cling to the little. When something feels unjust, We cling to the little. And when we just do not understand, we cling to the little. 
And then when somebody with a superpower like Tara points upwards to the whole oil painting, I can go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then breathe. I can't see it yet. I can't see how it all fits yet. But the big and the little together, when we can hold them both, the world feels easier. And it doesn't discount your trauma or the real fact that something today might bring big disappointment or big uncertainty or stress, or that it won't bring big, 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 big joy, but it reminds us of the flow and the cycle of things and how they do change. And I also think it reminds us that sometimes it's just not about us. We always, we always feel like it's about us. Something we did well or, or we didn't do well or that we deserved it or that we didn't deserve it. <clears throat> but I think it's so often not about us or not personal to us, either joy or pain. But it's what we do with the events of our lives that turn us into who we are. I was talking to a different friend recently about a breakup of her partnership a few months ago and how she felt like there was lost time and how she wished that she had known sooner and left sooner. I do believe that when we have the understanding of the whole world in one of our hands, we start to come into the belief that not everything is meant to last forever that there are some relationships and some friendships and some job titles and some yearly traditions that are meant to only be for a period of time and then buried to become composted for something else. And so I say, leave the regrets for the birds to pick over because they have no place in a life well-lived. You may have made a choice or been part of a series of choices that led to something you wished not to be a part of anymore. And so leave that thing or that person or that identity and claim a new one on this bright and new day. One of my, my favorite spiritual cycles to think about is really simple. It's how we're gifted the sunrise and the sunset each day. It's a new creation space that actually doesn't have to have anything to do with yesterday. That and, that and you are also a tapestry of what has gotten you here and the things that you've left and the things that you've resolved and reframed and re-understood with the big and the little, they are also part of who you are. That, all that and the clean slate of the sunrise. You get to have both. The memory of what you've been through and the new day. And the tiny one inch square of pixels that you don't realize is part of this beautiful coat that some human is wearing in the big oil painting but you can't see them yet because it's not yet time. It's so nice thinking about Tara. It's so nice to have a friend 
who has this as their superpower. So I, I highly recommend finding someone like that because really I do find myself being a, a dweller and being somebody that's a worrier and I can wind myself around a pole about the little view. So it's always just so lovely to have somebody in my field to point out. Another thing this holding both the big and the little allows us to do is to adapt to change. And as people and things and opportunities move around on the page, because they will, we know that they will, and they change and become different than we thought they were going to be. When we are holding both the big and the little, we can admit that there are things that are still a mystery. And that mystery space can be quite beautiful if we can trust it, if we can allow it. Every week, I feel myself in a trust fall of sorts. I have this rhythm about the creation of these episodes. By the time Sunday night is over, I like to have a new topic, just like a a title or a sentence, something I I know that is brewing. And I spend Monday and Tuesday writing and feeling and thinking and narrowing my words to, to make sense of something, hopefully. And by Wednesday or Thursday at the latest, I record and I send it to Alex. And then once I send it to her, once I get the recording off of my plate, I just sit and I incubate and I observe and I, <clears throat> I read and I listen and I talk to people and I trust. And I bake kind of in creative uncertainty until something brushes or crashes into me, into my consciousness that feels pressing. And hopefully it's gelled enough into a topic then again by the end of Sunday night. And that metronome repeats itself each week. And the big... The big piece, which is the Thursday to Sunday piece, is the wandering and the trust and the panning out. And I love that part. It's the trust fall. And then on the way down, it catches on, onto a branch and becomes more specific. And I write it down. I like thinking of the creative process this way because I think it's like um, the creation of something is holding both the big and the little at once. It's the one tiny square inch that you're working on with a tiny brush. And it's also the big wall size oil painting that you cannot see yet, or you can't, maybe you can't see all of it yet. I was thinking about this a couple days ago, and then, and then last night I slept so deeply. This past weekend, I was away from my family for the first time since Coretta was born. And I sat ne- next to, um, to rushing water most of the morning, and I didn't mother. I wrote, and I wandered around, and I got coffee without anybody tugging at my clothes. And I slept so hard. And I dreamt, because I had some psychic space, I think. I dreamt about oil paints and brushes which I've actually never used. I've never really painted at all. But I woke up this morning and I 
I fumbled around for my notebook because I knew it was about this. And I just scribbled around on the notebook what I kept seeing all night in my dreams, which is this pain on my hands and the brushes nearby. And I, I didn't see what I was painting. I never actually saw the canvas in my dream, but I just kept seeing these tools. And that felt very activated for me. And so I, I sketched them and I, I wrote down everything I could remember because I think in dreams so often, that's where we can make sense of things that don't make sense in real time. And, of course, I think the active painting tools were there to remind me that we're not passive and that we are very much part of the creative process of our lives. And, of course, there are things we cannot control, and there are incredibly strange and hurtful things that can happen to us that have nothing to do with how much we've meditated or manifested and how well we behaved or how well we've done all the right things. But our belief in our own magic and our own ability to transform things just because of our bright and fiery confidence in them is part of this too. Because we are not just viewing the painting in the museum. It's not already painted, the big picture. It's always regenerating and forming, and it's always unfinished. Because the big is a collaboration. It's a collaboration with us and with spirit, with us and with God, with us and with the divine webbing that holds us all. And your name for that is whatever makes you comfortable. But we are not passive participants and that the painting is not yet framed or nearly finished. And part of the mystery and the beauty and the trust fall is that the little flows into the big and the big still holds the little. And it's like these little tributaries the streams and the rivers, the littles, they flow into the oceans and they become part of the same water. And when something's two inches from our face for too long, it's too close. It's too little. It's too much only about us and we can't see the sky. Part of holding the big is believing in magic and not just believing in the black and white that's right in front of you. If you're not putting some faith in that which you cannot see, then you are missing an incredible part of the way that we can access beauty and power and manifestation. Spontaneous transformation can happen when you are open to this kind of magic. And you can start right now. You can go right now and find a piece of sky or natural flowing water. And I encourage you to do that. Turn me off for a minute and shut down your technology. And take 10 deep breaths into the sky or in the, into the water, into the, the, the vision of the water that's in front of you. And let your perspective of your small story connect to the big story and see how they can exist together. 
And I encourage you to do this for a few minutes every single day. And you're going to be amazed at how that will change your worry into wonder. When we only look at the sky and never at our own feet or never at the people who are right in front of us, on the other hand, then it's too big and it's too expansive and it's too esoteric. It's the balance of the big and the little that creates that alchemy, that place right in the middle, and it will help you execute your wishes and trust the outcomes of what happens. And also, meanwhile, (laughs) while you're trusting what happens, look down at your hands and you're going to notice that there's a paintbrush in them and that you are an active participant in how this, this turns out. The little lens, when we only see what's two inches in front of us and we fret and we worry and we get wound around a pole because of all the details, all we see sometimes is a death of some sort, a stopping point and an ending. It didn't work out. I didn't get the thing. I didn't get the person. They didn't like me. I didn't get to go. She didn't choose me. I thought it was going to go this way, but it didn't. And it feels like a death, like it can't flow to the next thing. But when we hold both the big and the little, the little becomes a tributary to flow into the big body of water. And whatever it is, is not a death, but a continuation And I think eventually a transformation. And it's a place later to say, oh, yeah, I can see. Now I can see the big. But until, and I think this is really key, until we see the big, it's a trust fall. And it's hard and it's scary and it's confusing. But we collect Friends like my wise friend Tara, who have a talent for always spinning both sides. And even if you don't, they point to it for you and they remind you. And that's what that's what community's for. That's why we evolve in community and not in our solitary cave. And they move your hand that is two inches from your face that is blocking you from this big sky and they say something like we'll see you will see this is just one part of it there's this very old um andy griffith episode which i grew up on those old black and white ones we used to watch them all the time and This one, Opie's really little and a bird crosses his path and and the bird is, is injured. And so he takes it in and he helps the little bird heal and he feeds him and he bandages him and he nurses him back to health. And then towards the end of the the episode, um, Andy tells him that it's time to let the bird fly away. And Opie 
starts to cry and protest. And Andy has to kind of nudge him out in the yard with the birdcage. And they open it together. And they coax the little bird out. And he hops around a little, kind of staying close to them. He's not sure what to do. And they say, fly, fly, you can do it. And Andy's coaching Opie just by his example. Fly, little bird. And then all of a sudden, the bird flies away. And he lands in a big tree nearby. And Opie looks at the cage, and he starts crying again. And he says, oh, Paul, look at the cage. It looks so empty. And Andy is still looking up at the tree. And he smiles really big, and he points, and he says, yeah, but don't the trees look mighty full? Thank you, everybody, for listening today. Um... I hope that whatever is little in your life is also something that you can, with wonder and with curiosity, start to connect to the big and see how they flow together. I wish that for you and I wish that for all of us. Please take care of yourself. Thank you so much for your support and your listening. Have a beautiful day. (laughs) 